Welcome to the National Crawford Roundtable Podcast, a view of culture, current events, and politics through a biblical lens, brought to you by Preborn, Saving Babies and Souls, ADF, Defending the First Amendment Rights of Free Speech and Religious Liberty, and Wilson Financial Advisors, over 50 years of financial expertise and success. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on their banners to visit their websites. And now here are your hosts, Neil Boron, Bob Duco, Roger Marsh, and John Rush. Back with another week of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast with most of the guys. We got Neil, we got John, we got myself, Bob. We're Rogerless, but that's okay. Uh, Roger's busy out there with Gavin Newsom working on all those wonderful California laws. Looking forward to having him back with us next week. Guys, how are you? Publish the Second Amendment. That's what they're working on. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Well, and don't forget that that California bill is what, which we may very well end up talking about sometime in the next couple of weeks, that would actually allow uh, the state to take away children from parents, remove custody if the parents don't affirm the mm-hmm. gender confusion kind of stuff. So, wow, that's some scary stuff. Anyway, hey, by the way, John, congratulations on your nuggets. So, oh, thank you. Uh, good job. Good job. Forty-six there. years. Wow. wow. NBA champs. Wow. My yeah. goodness. And they're good guys. You know, that's that's the difference yeah. between, I think, this team and a lot of others is. And you could even see that in the after game, you know, kind of, you know, celebrations where our our, our star just wants to go home. He doesn't even want to go to the parade and celebrate. He just wants to go back to work and do what he needs mm-hmm. to do. He's like, hey, this is my job. We won. On to the next thing. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. All right, so this week we're going to talk all things Trump. Of course, uh, as we broadcast this this morning on Wednesday morning, it was yesterday, Tuesday, that Donald Trump was officially arrested and booked. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't mugshotted, so they didn't do that, and they didn't make him empty his pockets, so there was that. But they did electronically fingerprint him. He was officially booked. He was technically officially arrested, and he appeared before a magistrate yesterday, and we've got 37 charges against him. He's looking at 400 years in prison potentially for this. All they need to do is stick one of these counts and get 10 years in prison, and this is most likely a life sentence for him. So there's a lot of opinion about this all over the map. And we're just we're going to talk about this from many different angles. You guys know my take on this, okay? I I'm not one of those hey Donald Trump can do no wrong kind of things. It's right. look if he has classified documents and he did not properly declassify them and he's got them in storage in a bathroom in Mar-a-Lago and on a stage somewhere for a few months until they get transferred. I think that that's wrong. I think it's wrong for him to be showing off in front of a guy that he's interviewing going, hey, I got classified, you know, there's a document here. I could have classified it, but I can't now, but, you know, this is still secret. And so I, I think that stuff is sloppy and careless and wrong. And I certainly don't agree with him saying to his attorney privately, uh, hey, what if we just tell the FBI we don't have this stuff? Okay. Speculating to the FBI or speculating to his attorney that do we go just go ahead and lie? So I do believe that these are wrong things. I would never defend them. In the same way, if somebody drives 10 over in a speed limit, if it's 70 and they're going 80 and they're driving 10 over, I would never say they're not speeding. Okay. However, if it's a case where the cops let everybody else drive 20 over 
and right. nobody well, gets a ticket. Bob, nobody in, gets pulled in the country, over. For the most part, it's ten over. Yeah, there's a few cities where you might right. get by with ten over, but for the most part, you can drive pretty much ten over anywhere you want to That's your right. point and get by with it. So it's, That's a, it's right. a similar principle. And so if Donald Trump drives 10 over, I'm not going to say, well, he wasn't speeding. Yes, that's wrong. But what I am going to say is if this is something that is overlooked, especially when you compare the Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden stuff with classified documents, not even talking yet about the $5 million bribe allegations and such, then this comes a point where, all right, this is selective prosecution. This right. is let's let's turn a blind eye to anybody that's a Democrat who does stuff like this even worse. Let's just just make that the normal process of how things work in Washington until it's Donald Trump. And then we're going to throw everything at him, including the kitchen sink in an effort to try well, to Bob, rig the election. I got a problem for, with this. Well, it's, the comparison would be for a lot of those folks that are on the left that feel like there is a, a different set of standards for a black driver versus a white driver. Right. Let's say. So let's use your 10 over. There's a lot of folks out there that would say, yeah, you can go 10 over as long as you're white. But if you're black and you go 10 over, you're going to get pulled over. How's this any different? That's right. And you know something? It wouldn't make sense for let, let's say a black man. That's a great analogy. You bring up. Let's say a black man says, hold on a minute here. We've got cameras to show that uh 500 white people went by 10 over and here's a black person who went first black person to go 10 over and he gets not only pulled over but he gets handcuffed taken to the ground and they're, they're trying right they're doing the whole thing to him okay now when that black man when he says hold on a minute here what about all the white people that go 10 over? Are we then supposed to say, oh, there you go, playing the whataboutism game? Well, sometimes whataboutism is a legitimate thing to bring up if it's mm -hmm. inequal application of the law. And it seems to me that that's what's going on with, with Donald Trump here. And I guess that's the biggest challenge that I have with this. No, so. I, I, I agree. This is, this is like a, a bunch of parking tickets that you didn't get, you know, in comparison to the other things that we're talking about. And if any of you want to know what we're talking about, that's pretty much public knowledge, given what's happening right now with mm -hmm. Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton. I mean, we can go down the list of the things that have happened in the last even 10 years or so, guys. And again, I like you, Bob, not giving a pass because we need equal application of the law. And that's what we're saying here. Mm -hmm. Do I think Donald Trump is a choir boy? Far from it. We've talked right. about that on this program many, many times. Was he... I think what we said yesterday on air in our program was, is he a sloppy politician? Yes, he is. Yes. But if that's all he's guilty of, he doesn't deserve a life sentence for it. That's right. Neil, what's your take on all this? Um, you know, a couple of caveats. I, I don't fundamentally disagree with anything you guys are saying. In fact, I think I'm pretty much in total agreement. But um, there's a far cry, and I'm not, this doesn't, I'm not aiming this at Trump. I'm just saying there's a far cry between speeding tickets going 10 miles over and national security. So I think we are talking about something that's of far greater importance to many people rather than just the person driving the car and the other one that they might run over if they're going too fast. So I do think you kind of have to factor that in. But at the same time, I mean, generally, I'm just sitting here listening to you guys, and I'm thinking about how many people in the body of Christ, for instance, are uncomfortable with the idea of anything not being black and white. You know, it's, like it's either, a lot of people in Christian circles say something's either right or it's wrong. Okay, I mean, you're married or you're not married. I get that, but at the same time, you've got passages like Romans 14, and Bob, we've talked about this before. It talks mm -hmm. about meat being sacrificed to idols and stuff. Right. But it's also saying, hey, one guy regards one day above another, another guy regards every day like let each man be fully convinced in his own mind meaning that god's okay with the fact that some people are going to just totally disagree on things and i don't know i think you know in in light of 
something like this, we we have to back it down a little bit, take a deep breath and say, well, um, you know, where do we go with this? Do we let everybody get away with not classifying documents or do we prosecute everybody? Or are there well, we haven't prosecuted factors yet. in between? Right. Right. So then why are we prosecuting Trump? And on that basis, you're 100% right. Let's raise the whataboutism question. And I think this is one place where that well, that question can, really fits. Can we go back to national security, that side of the fence, Neil, which, by the way, don't disagree with anything you just said, but you look at the national security side of it. Guys, we left Afghanistan in a hurry. We knew exactly what was going to happen when we left. We left billions of dollars of armament, armament mm-hmm. behind. You talk about a national security blunder. That was one, and that was done by the current president. Right, and there's absolutely zero evidence that Donald Trump's classified documents, if there were some of them that weren't, any harm. weren't classified, right, caused any harm whatsoever. They, It's not like Hillary Clinton's server where they were That's hacked right. by our enemies around the That's world. Right. There's no evidence whatsoever that Donald Trump did anything to facilitate government secrets being put in the hands of the North Koreans or the Chinese or the Iranians uh, or, or well, the, fact the, that the Russians. The we have a war going on right now that's lining the pockets of the current administration and China. I know. Well, and that's there's a lot there to unpack, too. But actually, let's do this, because I know there's so many things in this and there's so many branches of this tree. And we're going to dive into all of them as we do. But while you listen to us, folks, we want to remind you of something. Okay, Uh, this National Crawford Roundtable podcast is sponsored. And we very much appreciate the sponsors of this podcast. And we want you to support these sponsors. And one of them right now I want to tell you about is Preborn, because this is something I think we can all agree on. We want to save babies' lives. We want to stop abortions. You're like, well, I'm one person. What can I do? I'll tell you what you can do. You can donate to Preborn and pay for ultrasound images of unborn babies. That's right. Preborn is the main pro-life group that supplies these ultrasound images of unborn babies in pro-life centers all across the country. And when a mom sees that first picture of her baby, you know she chooses life statistically almost all the time. Most of the time, she ends up accepting the Lord, too. So this is about paying for the ultrasound images. The more people pay for ultrasound images, the more abortions are stopped. Here's the cost on average. $28 is the average cost to stop one abortion, to save one baby's life. So we're asking you right now, will you pray about this? Will you take $28 times fill in the blank? Whatever that number is, maybe God lays on your heart, that's the number of babies' lives you want to save. How many abortions you want to stop? Is it 10? Then that's $280. Is it 100? Then that's $2,800. I don't know how many babies' lives you can afford to save, but it's a one-time gift. We're asking you to do that right now. And it's a tax write-off for you too. And 100% of what you give goes to fund ultrasounds, not a penny for overhead. So here's how you give. Two ways. Option A, right online. Go to crawfordmediagroup.net, click on the preborn tab. Crawfordmediagroup.net, click on preborn. You can give right there. Option B, over the phone. And you know they answer the phones 24-7. So you can talk to a real live person anytime. Call right now, 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-BABY. Just mention National Crawford Roundtable when you call. And we appreciate you folks saving these babies' lives. We do. As we continue talking about all things Donald Trump. And I guess I'm just, guys, it blows my mind when I think about the, you know, the whataboutism thing that we were talking about here. But when you compare this to Hillary Clinton, that Hillary Clinton, let's just remind everybody, she put top secret classified government secrets and information on her unsecured email server. And let's be honest, it was mostly 
probably unsecured because she was trying to cover up corruption in the Clinton Foundation. But even if we set that aside, uh, this was most likely hacked by our enemies around the world. Then when these were under subpoena, she deleted 33,000 of them after they were subpoenaed. She acid washed her hard drives with bleach bit, bleach bit after they were subpoenaed. She destroyed her handheld devices with hammers after they were subpoenaed. And then she lied multiple times under oath before Congress about this, committing perjury. And even James Comey himself, the director of the FBI, laid out the things that was proven that she did here and then said, quote, no reasonable prosecutor would bring charges against her. You have to be kidding me. So this is what Hillary Clinton did, didn't get in trouble for it. You look at Joe Biden and his classified documents as well, the garage floor, you name it. Uh, And this is just classified documents. We haven't even talked about the bribery kind of stuff yet. So the fact that Democrats in this country, and Neil, I guess this is what just blows my mind. You got so many Democrat voters in this country, and certainly Democrats in Washington, and the corrupt mainstream media, who's nothing more than DNC stenographers, as far as I'm concerned. They don't even care about this. They don't even, they're not even pretending to care about equal justice under the law. They're just looking at this like, it's Donald Trump, let's get him no matter what. And we just don't care about Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden and what they've done. Yeah, and I think that, you know, Donald Trump is a lightning rod in so many ways, but when lightning strikes, it does flash for a minute and allow you to see things you might not have otherwise seen. And I think that some Americans are finally waking up to the fact that there's a massive conspiracy on the part of the mainstream media to keep stuff that the American people need to know about under wraps. I mean, how in the world? Uh, Going back to the Tony Bobulinski thing on the second debate during the 2020 election, you know, the idea that this guy shows up, he's got cell phones, he says, I was a business partner of Hunter Biden, and I've got information that Hunter and the big guy have been doing some unseemly stuff. Um, and, And nobody cared. Nobody ran that. In fact, Fox News, I think, ran the whole press conference live. It happened like 15 minutes before the second debate. No one else even mentioned it. And yet, today, that information is still in the middle of this whole controversy that, in fact, Tony Bobulinski was probably telling the truth and that a lot of the stuff that he had on his cell phones can be corroborated by the rest of the stuff we're finding on Hunter Biden's laptop and stuff. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. But, you know, in the midst of all of it, not only do we have problems, you know, in our federal government, we've got problems in our court system. We've got problems all, all right. over the place. And one of the things that I wanted to mention here before we go too much further is, is that parental rights are continuing to be under attack in America. We can get mm-hmm. distracted by some of these news stories and forget that there's another war going on and it's for parental rights. But the good news is that our faithful partner ADF is doing something about it. And that's why we're going to ask 40 of you today to donate at least $50 by clicking on the ADF banner at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. And how come? Well, because ADF believes that parents have a fundamental right to direct the upbringing, the care and the education of their children. And so do we. And I don't know if you heard about the Florida school district that met secretly with a 13-year-old girl behind her parents' back, by the way, to develop a gender support plan for her that permitted the this adolescent to use pronouns inconsistent with her biological sex. The plan also indicated that school staff would begin using this new transgender name for the girl and they, them pronouns when referring to the child at school, but would use the girl's regular birth name and she, her pronouns when talking to her parents, intentionally deceiving the parents and keeping them in the dark about what was actually going on with their daughter at school. 
Well, ADF is fighting this case to preserve the constitutionally protected freedom these parents have to make the best and most loving decisions for their own child. And that's a right that belongs to parents. Mom and dad, they're fighting for your parental rights and mine as well. We want you to donate $50. Maybe you can give $100 at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Just click on the ADF banner and in like literally 60 seconds, you can help preserve parental rights for all Americans. And if we don't, then one day it's going to be too late. Right. Let's not let that happen. Click on the ADF banner at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. That's CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Yeah, but going back to it, I mean, the bottom line, John, I know that you would agree with this, but you know, the reality is that the mainstream media is completely in on these kinds of cover-ups and hiding this yes. kind of information, and it's shocking. Yes. They are. And, and, you know, the other thing I want to mention, Dennis Wilson, real quick, but yeah, Neil, 100% correct. Uh, that's exactly what's happening. And as I listen to both, you know, Bob, you talk about preborn, Neil, you talk about ADF, and these are, you know, great organizations. We want to donate, we want to help them. But there's a lot of folks out there saying, gosh, you know, I just need to get my own finances in order. How can I give when I don't even have things done in my own house? That's where Dennis Wilson, by the way, comes into play. The better off you are financially, and I've said this for years, even with the clients that I coach, you it's like the oxygen mask that drops out of the airplane that they talk about you know, in your, in your, in, in your pre-flight instructions. You can't help someone else until right. you've helped yourself first. The same is true, mm-hmm. guys, with our finances. You cannot help preborn. You cannot help ADF until you have what you have going on at home handled. That's where Dennis Wilson comes along and will help you with those things. He'll give you alternatives to the traditional ways of finance or of, of investing, I should say, and getting things handled in the financial world for you. And every, I, I say this all the time, everybody's finances are different and unique and you have to find somebody that understands you and also the tax ramifications of doing each and every one of those. There is not a one size fits all. If you've got a financial advisor or planner that's given you sort of a one size fits all approach, you're not doing it correctly. You need to call Dennis Wilson, 800-696-9970. You can click on the banner also at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. That's right. Absolutely right. Uh, you know, as as we think about everything that's going on with uh, Donald Trump and which, by the way, when we do the whataboutism thing, I know we've discussed Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. And really, as far and really quick, Bob, by the way, we're, we're, we're not giving a pass on anything. You know, if, no. if there's really serious things, that, and, and I want to make sure we say this as well. Everybody in our court system in America, Donald Trump included, is innocent until proven guilty. Yes, there's an indictment. Yes, there's lots of things in it. I said this yesterday on air. Even all those things will have to now be proven by the prosecutor. It's the job of the defense team to then throw doubt on any one of those. Keep in mind, it's beyond a shadow of a doubt. So all the defense has to do is throw some doubt into some of the things that are even in this indictment. And that's going to be, of course, their job. But we always have to remind everybody, Trump is innocent until proven guilty. Now, with all that being said, I read the indictment and there are some things in it that if it turns out to be true, there's some things they're going to have to figure out how to make how to work through this. Honestly, Bob, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. And we're not we're not throwing a pass on any of that. All we're saying is, how is this fair given what's happened prior with other administrations and other presidents and, and other, you, other high, high-ranking officials what do you like do with? No, I know, but, you know, but what do you do with the fact that all of this ends up being moot if 
the Presidential Records Act is being respected here because Correct. the Presidential Records Act specific th- this was the whole Bill Clinton sock drawer thing, okay? Where where the judge, this judge in this case, this Judge Jackson ruled on this Amy Berman Jackson regarding the Presidential Records Act and the audio tapes that had, by the way, classified and military information on them as well. And he kept in his sock drawer, Judicial Watch, which was a great group, Tom Fitton. They sued to try to get this information put over to the National Archives, and they lost because this judge ruled, and this is the precedent that's still in place that has not been overturned. This judge ruled that a president of the United States has, her words, the sole authority to determine what records are considered personal records and what records are considered government records. This is the Presidential Records Act. And there is nothing in there that says, well, if it's something military, then he doesn't have the authority over that. It doesn't say that. Let me jump in. Innocent till proven guilty. I I believe that fully. Uh, But let me say, we also believe that people crossing the southern border should be doing so legally. There's a procedure to follow. So if Donald Trump can demonstrate that he properly followed whatever procedures necessary for him to declassify that stuff while he was president of the United States, great. If he didn't follow whatever procedure was necessary based on the Presidential Records Act, then he needs to face the music. Why does he even need these documents, by the way? I don't get why he needs nuclear well, all presidents, All presidents take informa- t- take but stuff why? with them. What is, I mean, why didn't he just turn it over when they were asking for it? He, he, he probably could have saved Okay, but what what if he didn't what if he didn't properly declassify and just sort of in his heart of hearts said, well, you know, they're in my bathroom, which by the way I think needs a remodel based on the picture. But (laughs) um, you know, just looking at that, I'm like, what he's got this pile of stuff here and either just turn it over or what what does he say in his heart like uh, you know what i'm choosing to declassify right now well if that's not the procedure then he needs to face the music part of the problem neil is that there's not actually really an quote official procedure, procedure. for right. declassifying so since there's not an official procedure you fall on the the presidential records act which says if a president takes stuff with him and he says you know what this is my personal stuff it now officially becomes his personal stuff he's allowed to do that and, and people say well yeah, but why is Donald Trump different than anybody else? No, because he was the president. It's called the Presidential Records Act. Right. Okay. This is wait. something unique for the president of the United States. I'm not trying to be argumentative, but like when Richard Nixon left office, it was mm-hmm. with sour grapes, right? I mean, so right. let's just say that he wants to. Th- all right, you know what? Screw you. I'm throwing the United States of America under the bus. I'm taking all the nuclear codes. I'm taking everything we got. I'm giving it to our enemies be- because they could do that under the Presidential Records Act. How dangerous is that? that no, you no- can't. You can't do that but here's the thing you can't do that because that is what would activate the espionage act if you're if you're using any government secrets or or, or government information okay, for the purpose yeah, no. of the, harming the united states or benefiting a, a foreign country that's when it triggers the espionage act there's nothing that trump is even accused of that triggers yeah. the espionage well, act and that's okay. what they're using against but him. when your aides are carrying the boxes out of the white house and three days later this stuff is in the hands of the enemy but it takes three months to litigate the thing i'd, I'd say that your country's in big danger How's it in the How's it in the hands of the enemy? There's no. They didn't even allege that any of this got in the hands of our any of our enemies. You know, they I didn't use, even allege I use, that. I use Nixon as an example. My point is, if he had taken nuclear information or military secrets out of the White House in a box, and three days later flew to China and handed them over to our enemies, who's to stop him? They're his. He's he declassified. The Espionage the Act is what stop would stop him. That that's the point that I'm making. The Espionage Act would stop him and from who, doing that. Who's it's checking just like, that at the door? Okay, but if Donald Trump—that's what—if they had any allegations, let alone proof Trust that me, Donald Trump 
took some of those that he that he took some of those classified documents and sent them over to Xi Jinping. Okay, then Presidential Records Act gets trumped, pardon the pun, by the Espionage Act. The problem is there's zero evidence, zero allegations even that Donald Trump even accidentally or I'm not, inadvertently I'm not benefited foreign countries. I'm saying that I think that the, the whole precedent of giving the president of the United States, whoever that is, sole authority over these documents, who can just say, well, the, okay, this is high top secret highly classified but i'm going to declassify it and put it in the box because i'm taking it home with me the very next day could decide to sell out the united states of america and and, and if he does that who's then he gets in trouble the, the espionage act would stop him the espionage act would stop him that's the difference richard nixon can't do the kind of thing so, that you so talked you're saying about. that there's an fbi agent sitting on the edge of, of any former president's property waiting for him to walk off the property with that box I doubt no, it. I'm saying no, that what I'm saying, it, if you get caught doing it, yeah, then, there's then that's oh, sure. Yeah, but by then the information's in the hands of our enemies. I'm just saying I think it's a very dangerous precedent all the way around. You know, if you, uh, have, no. if, you, if you have to if you have to let people check your pockets on the way out of the CIA building to make sure, you know, that you're not, yeah, but you're not walking but out with a, a thumb drive or something. You're not the president. Yeah, well, and okay, remember but, but too. what I'm saying is, what? How do you stop a rogue president? That's the point. Like it's kind of dangerous. Well, the, the, how, how do you stop anybody from engaging in bribery? You you try to catch them while they try not to get caught. It's the same. You know, any kind of crime that it's people like the commit. Five million dollars that went to Biden. Yeah, any kind of crime that people commit, the idea is, hey, let me try not to get caught. And then there's laws that if I do get caught, I'm in huge trouble. The Espionage Act is one of those laws. So uh, to me, that's the the safeguard, if you will. But theoretically, if some rogue president got away with it somehow and he was never busted, then he could, in well, fact, give government secrets to our enemies around I'm the talking world. About the, the I'm way, talking about the lunatic who doesn't care if he gets busted, the guy who's going to burn know, down the to, building you, on his way out the door. That's what I'm concerned You could apply that about. to every single high-ranking military and right. or even some of these senators and representatives that are out right. there as well. You could, yeah, you could it's apply not, that to all of them. Exactly. It doesn't just become the president. But uh, there's a lot more to talk about this in the second half of this podcast. And we invite you to listen to the second half of the podcast, obviously, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, you name it. We love getting your five-star reviews. Thank you for that. You can watch video of us doing this podcast at myhopenow.com. And of course, follow My Hope Now wherever you uh, go to social media as well. And if you don't, if you're listening to us on regular radio and the second half of this podcast isn't played right now, you may have to go to the website of your local radio station and then just look to their program guide, see where the second half is played. You can always uh, follow us there. But we are going to talk about more of this in the second half. I do also want to ask you as well, if you haven't given to Preborn yet, please do it now. I remember it's a one-time gift we're asking you for. This is paying for ultrasound images to be shown to expectant moms so that they choose life almost all the time when they see these images. Uh, Preborn is the one who provides these ultrasound images, but we're the ones who pay for them. So $28 is the average cost to stop one abortion. Take $28 times fill in the blank. Whatever that number is that you come up with, maybe God lays on your heart, that's the amount of abortions that you will literally be responsible for stopping. $28 times whatever that number is. Is it 10 babies? That's $280 then. Okay, is it 50 babies? Is it 100 babies? How many can you afford? That'll be your forever legacy in your family. Here's how many abortions we stopped. One-time gift. So here's how you give. Go right now to crawfordmediagroup.net. Click on the preborn tab. 
crawfordmediagroup.net. Click on Preborn. Give right there. And everything you give, 100% goes to fund ultrasounds. Nothing for overhead. And if you want to give over the phone, they answer the phones 24-7. You can call right now and talk to a real-life person, 833-850-BABY. Just mention National Crawford Roundtable when you call, okay? We appreciate you doing that. And we got the second half of the podcast coming up next. This has been a Crawford Media Group production. Continuing the second half of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast with John Rush, Rush to Reason, out of Denver, Colorado. Neil Boron, Neil Boron Live, out of Buffalo, New York. Myself, Bob Duco, the Bob Duco Show, out of Detroit. Uh, Roger, the prodigal Marsh from the bottom line, People's Republic of California, will be back with us next week as we welcome him with fatted calf and open arms. But uh, we're talking about all things Donald Trump right now and the indictment charges against him. And so uh, to me, there, there really is a Presidential Records Act issue that we have to acknowledge here uh, that, that if, in fact, this is what's been established and if Bill Clinton was allowed to keep classified recordings and information in his sock drawer if he was allowed to do that. And a judge ruled, and this is still the precedent, it has not been overturned, a federal judge ruled the president has sole authority to determine what is personal and what is not personal and what they take with them. If that's the precedent, that's the precedent. Now, if Donald Trump can be shown that he took some of these classified secrets and sold them to enemies around the world, then suddenly he's guilty of the Espionage Act. But there's zero evidence of that. And so uh, absent of any espionage evidence, the Presidential Records Act needs to stick. And by the way, one of the things we got to remember too, of all of these boxes and boxes that we see pictures of in his bathroom and, and whatever, the overwhelming majority of the stuff that's in there uh, are newspaper clippings and personal notes and non-classified information and just uh, th- things that would just be photographs that were taken and stuff like that's the overwhelming majority of it interspaced in there is here and there a classified document here a classified document there so it's not like all those are classified documents and that's one of the things that trump and his people have to take their time to go through all those boxes just like everybody's got to go through all their boxes in their basement and one of these days they get around to it sloppy careless yes espionage act kind of nonsense no and that's uh that to me is a big issue here at play john how do you think this thing affects the election. And as far as the surreal nature of this, what if Donald Trump ends up getting convicted? You have a jury that the jury selection is like, no, we're sticking it to him no matter what. He goes to prison and then does do secret service agents have to then sit outside of his cell in prison? And then if he gets elected, do they have to then release him from prison to go into the White House where the, he can then pardon himself. It's like Twilight Zone kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. I, number one, I don't think it'll get to that point. Even if he's convicted, it'll be a, some sort of a slap on the wrist. I do believe, and, and this is my personal belief, that this is a ploy by the Democrats to, again, make him the candidate. They are using the rage factor with his base to make him the candidate. I do believe this is coming out way early. Uh, there's multiple reasons as to why it might be early. I don't think they really wanted to do this right now, but I think they're also trying to deflect from all of the, the well, they had to do it now. things that are coming at Joe Biden right now as well, so right. they didn't have any choice but to do it. But trust me, folks, I, I do believe this wholeheartedly. They want him to be the candidate. They don't want him in 
in jail. They want him to be the candidate. Now, do they want him to have enough blemishes against him to where the middle of the road voter will never touch him? Absolutely, they want that. But trust me, they are doing all of this to build the rage in the base to make him the nominee. And keep in mind, they desperately wanted him to be the nominee in 2016, too, and how that worked out. But you're saying it's a different time. It, it's a different time, and and I think you know and Neil can can attest to this as well. But it's a different time in that middle of the road voter, and this is my fear with what's going on right now with Donald Trump, especially for the middle of the road voter, or even some of the hardcore Trumpsters that are out there. I called it yesterday, Trump fatigue. You keep going mm-hmm. down this path, you're going to end up with Trump fatigue, and he may not even be the nominee. That's the one thing the left has got to be careful of here because they're going to create Trump fatigue if they're not careful. There's folks out there right now that I feel are probably already on the edge of that. You know what, though? Trump fatigue, to me, tends to be mostly Donald Trump uh, throwing Molotov co- verbal Molotov cocktails at people and the angry tweets and the stuff like that. But when you have somebody who, if those middle of the road voters, if the light bulb can go off over their head and they can see, wait a minute, he's being unfairly persecuted here. He's True. being he's getting a four hundred year charge leveled against him when Hillary and Joe Biden have done the same, if not worse. Uh, it might not be a Trump fatigue. It might be a Trump depends, sympathy thing that backfires on be, the Democrats. It depends on how Trump responds and what he did yesterday in attacking the prosecutor is not how you do it, Donald. He's got to change the way he does things. I keep saying that, but he somehow has to change his ways. I just don't know that he can. Yeah. Listen, we, we got to, because Neil, I want to get your take on this too. Sure. Before we do though, I just want to remind everybody, we talk about preborn all the time on the show and uh, ADF and Wilson Financial. And we want you to support our sponsors. We do. We very much appreciate them sponsoring this podcast. We appreciate you folks listening to us and supporting us as well. Great thing about supporting preborn financially is that you get the really great feeling of knowing that you, your family, actually really stopped abortions in real life. That's what preborn does. They stop abortions. They save babies' lives, and they bring the moms to the Lord at the same time. It's by showing ultrasound images of unborn babies to expectant moms. Now, $28 is the average cost to stop one abortion through ultrasound images. 28 bucks. So how many babies' lives would you be willing to save today? We're asking you for a one-time gift, and this will be your forever legacy. 20 years from now, you'll be able to remember how, hey, back in 2023, we were responsible for saving 50 babies' lives, 20 babies' lives, 100 babies' lives, whatever it is. Take $28 times fill in the blank. Whatever that number is, $28 times fill in the blank. Pray about this. Maybe God's laying a number on your heart. And then that's your one-time gift that you give. And every penny goes to fund ultrasounds, not a penny for overhead, okay? This is this is preborn. This is what they do all over the country. So here's how you give. Go right now to crawfordmediagroup.net. That's crawfordmediagroup.net. Click on the preborn tab. You can give right there. And if you want to talk to a real-life person over the phone, they answer the phones 24-7. So you can call right now, 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. Just mention National Crawford Roundtable when you call. As we talk about all things Donald Trump and these uh, these charges here. So uh, what do you think, Neil, about the effect that this has? Does this end up helping Donald Trump in next year's election, hurting Donald Trump, but just the surreal nature of it? And Donald Trump could actually end up in the White House and pardoning himself. Talk about un. un- 
uncharted territory, but I'd be all in favor of him doing that, frankly. I mean, it's unbelievable, and it's literally the stuff that movies are made of. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, try to imagine for a second what it might be like, and I don't know for sure, but I'm just saying what it might be like if he actually got elected. Okay, he's in prison. He pardons himself. <laughs> right. He's the president of the United States now. Is anyone going to cooperate with him? I mean, if you've got uh, conservatives in the House right now rebelling against Kevin McCarthy because he signed the debt deal with Biden, what happens if Biden, if uh, if Trump gets elected? What what happens to, um, you know, the Mitt Romneys of the world or the rhinos in the in in congress are they going to cooperate with the president and they accept the reality the of the other? world they accept well, the reality of what it is at that point but you know and what about the other side do we expect that the democrats would say okay well i guess you're the president again twice indicted twice impeached maybe three times four times indicted by the time you would be elected it's it's unbelievable to try they're to gonna fight him no scenario. matter what though democrats I are gonna know. fight him no matter what so why not I know. Well, and you know, I don't. I don't even want to say these words. But how how secure is the president at that point? Like seriously, somebody's not going to pay off one member of Secret Service to step back for just one second. Like it's it. Uh, there's a trust me on this. There's a whole group of people that don't want Trump to be Donald uh, Donald Trump to be president again. I think we all know that. And at the same time, and I'm not saying this in favor of Donald Trump, I'm just saying there are there are evil forces at work in the world today that don't want any kind of good to prevail. So whether it's Pence or DeSantis or anybody um, that might that might stand in the way of the transgender agenda and celebrations of pride on the White House lawn and, you know, the killing of babies up to the day of birth. We're talking about demonic forces at work in the world today and on both sides of the political aisle, by the way. So I, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is way like worse on the Democrat side. <laughs> it, it, it's not parody. I mean, okay. I mean, no, but, it's not a hundred to zero, but it's not fifty-fifty. Nice, nice people go to hell because they have never received Jesus. So I, know, I agree with yeah, that. Okay, I so agree I'm with just that. saying, uh, let's be realistic about this whole thing, and and I don't want to over spiritualize it either. I'm just we're citizens of the United States. We the people are the government of the United States. I think we all bear responsibility for it. continuing to elect these people. It's unreal. And by the way, who wants Joe Biden? Let's say that, that Trump wins. What about the scenario where Joe Biden declassifies? a bunch of, I put it in quotes, documents, and then heads off to Ukraine or China on a nice little uh, trip overseas. I mean, he's then already... Then you go after him with the Espionage Act if he actually okay. engages and, and in hopefully, espionage. And hopefully you get him before he gives away the secrets, is all I'm Yeah, saying. but you don't obviously, go... But he's already been involved in this, is what we're speculating, oh, I, that oh, he's already doing this. And we're going to talk about the $5 million bribery thing coming up coming up next. There's no doubt, because there's a lot to, to discuss in this. But actually, Neil, one of the things, you know, I was mentioning preborn as well earlier uh when we look at our court system today it is a scary system that's set up right now and i i gotta tell man i am just so thankful we got adf fighting for parental rights because I, I think it, roger's not with us right now but this bill that that's being yeah. run through the california legislature that would allow parents to lose right. custody of their children if they don't gender affirm some gender confused child of theirs this is well, scary it is, and that's why I asked earlier, and I'll ask again for 40 people right now, and that means you, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to me, that 40 people would step up to the plate and support ADF. Go to the CrawfordMediaGroup.net uh, homepage, click on the banner for ADF, and help preserve the rights of parents. The radical left, we talk about it, is, is aggressively pushing this gender-affirming care for kids in schools and literally advocating for the irreversible genital mutilation of children. Let that sink in for a minute. Boldly declaring, by the way, that they know better than parents what kids need. 
in Leon County Schools in Florida, they violated parental rights by crossing using cross-gender uh, pronouns and making up transgender name for a young girl, which in itself, by the way, is considered to be a controversial psychotherapeutic intervention uh, in direct violation of her parents' express wishes. Uh, wishes. And then behind their, her back, uh, behind their back, um, you know, completely ignored the long history and tradition of supporting parental rights. And we can't have that kind of thing. Parents know what's best for their kids, and they shouldn't be kept in the dark about their child's well-being. So ADF is fighting in the 11th Circuit right now to get the dangerous lower court decision overturned. Loving parents have a God-given right to direct the upbringing of their children, and it's why we need you to give today. God forbid if this ever happens to one of our children or grandchildren. So please give right. $50, $100, $1,000, whatever God lays on your heart, and mm -hmm. do it right now. Don't put it off. It takes less Absolutely. than 60 seconds. Click on the ADF banner at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. And, you know, actually, you were, John, saying something earlier that was such a good point that we want to be able to give to ADF. We want to be able to give yep. to preborn. But if we don't get our own financial house in order, yep. we're not able to give. No, and the Fed's going to make a decision here in the next day or two on what they're doing with their interest rates. Are they going to pause? Are they going to raise again? You know, right now with the rates where they're at, it's a great time for investors. You're making more money on the money that you have, but you have to do that in a correct manner. You've got to do it in a way that is the best tax-wise for you. And as I said earlier, every single person, this becomes an individual plan, I guess you could say, that has to be devised for you because there is not a one-size-fits-all. What's good for me, Bob, may not be good for you, may not be good for Neil. We all three have different things going on in life or different stages of life. And the way we invest and the way we look towards that that end goal of whether it be retirement or you're going to work all the way to the end, but you still want to be, you know, have a nice, comfortable life and be able to help others like Preborn, ADF, your local church, and so on. You can't do that unless you're financially sound yourself. That's where Dennis Wilson comes into play. Find him at CrawfordMediaGroup.net, 1-800-696-9970. He will help you with all the things that I just said. And guys, now more than ever, it's imperative that you get on track financially speaking so you can do the things that Bob, you, and Neil both just talked about. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, before you go on, just one, like yeah. a yes and no question uh, for each of you. I mean, should should Trump have just turned over the documents? Should he have just saved himself this hassle? It's all woulda, coulda, shoulda. And he's yes. got the, you know, I, I yeah. believe he should have. I don't yes. think he sure. needs this right now. And, you know, unless, you know, this could, I, I almost put a caveat of, Maybe. I mean, it goes back to what Bob said in the first half of the whole Presidential Records Act. I mean, if, in fact, he's covered by all of that, and by the way, he very well could be, and just because right, I said this right. yesterday on air, just because he himself, in a braggadocious way, said, hey, you know these are classified, and I really can't show them to, to you, but I've got them anyways. Well, was that really him? You know, were they declassified, and he is he just being his big ego self, which he right. is? And honestly, I don't know. It's a bad move on his part if he did, yeah, but, you know, nothing a, would surprise me with him it's a moot point if he properly declassified them and he can show that in court great it's not an issue I right and, and the challenge is what constitutes properly declassifying because Correct. there is and that's no where procedure his defense team will have to get in gear and figure that out right because it's almost like if i took them with me then that means that by taking them with me, I automatically declared these my personals that i'm taking with me if i thought in my head that they're declassified if there's anything classified in there. Is that sufficient? Or do you have to have a third party that 
can say, yep, he said that to me. By the way, the one the one mistake that I feel, not one, one of the mistakes, let me say it that way, that I think he he's made, and you can see some of this with the alleged text messages that went, went between staffers and so on. I mean, frankly, if he just knew that the Presidential Records Act was going to secure him anyways, you could have just told all of them to pound sand, put him in a, in a locked room, leave him there, don't worry about it, and move on. In fact, right. that's what I would have done. Yeah. No, you know, that's, that's and instead of playing point. this cat and mouse of, do we hide them? Do we give them up? Do we not give them up? Do we move them from this room to another room? I mean, instead right. of doing all of that, just do what I just said and be done with it. You know, yeah, and those, I, should we hide them? Should we just not tell them the truth kind of thing really lends itself to speculation on the part of people to think that something must have been going wrong. Right, right. So, yeah, there's look, there's no doubt. Donald Trump, you said it perfectly earlier, John. Donald Trump is a sloppy politician. He is, right. a, he is a sloppy politician who colors outside the lines, and that's typically what he does. But I don't think that anyone who's intellectually honest can really believe that he is engaged in espionage and would in any way do something to cause harm to the United States and benefit some foreign country. If, if there's anything that's truly woven into the DNA of who his substance is, I really do believe it's a America first kind of attitude. Great. And Great. so I just can't say it. But I got to ask you guys before we wind this down, though, the, the, the $5 million bribery scheme here of Joe Biden, this is so troubling. I mean, the Constitution actually lists bribery as one of the impeachment options here. Correct. And But to think about Joe Biden taking, and we don't know if this is true, this is alleged, okay, but uh, you got this Burisma Energy Company, the largest energy company in Ukraine, and it's known for its corruption. You have Viktor Shokin, who is in essence the attorney general of Ukraine. Uh, he's a prosecutor general. That, that's their word for attorney general. And this guy's investigating corruption at Burisma. So what does Burisma do? High-ranking executive, probably the CEO, uh, talks to Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, and there's audio recordings, presumably, of them, uh, allegedly, and says, I'll give you $5 million apiece if you use your authority as vice president to call off the dogs, the investigation going up, because we want to get, tap into the U.S. energy market. We can't if we've got this albatross of corruption investigation on us. A and on top of that, we'll put your son on the board of directors to give him a million dollars a year to do basically nothing, your drug-addicted son. A and so Joe Biden goes ahead and, and tells the Ukrainian government, I want that prosecutor fired, and we're going to withhold the billion dollars in loan guarantees. And, and he's on camera saying that. By the way, is on camera bragging about doing that, and yeah. says, "Son of a blank, he was fired." And then uh, on top of that, we have twenty shell corporations that have no purpose, no function, no product, no service, no business transactions other than bank accounts that serve to launder money and funnel $10 million from foreign nationals, including China, through to nine different Biden uh, member bank accounts, fa family member bank accounts. And this is documented from the subpoenaed bank records of four different banks. So to see stuff like this, I, I just... I don't know if you were going to make a movie about absolute espionage, well, maybe not espionage, but absolute bribery and money laundering and everything Corruption. else. 
I can't come up with a better fictional scenario right. than this. And this is what's right. actually alleged to have happened right now. And the Democrats refuse to even investigate it, it's let alone, and the media won't report on it. Trump. Oh, and by the way, and I'm sorry, one final thing. ABC, NBC, and CBS. ABC, NBC, and CBS news programs over the first four days that this broke devoted 291 minutes to the Donald Trump indictment of news reporting. Zero seconds combined to the bombshell revelations about the $5 million bribery scheme and the FBI trying to hide, redact, and keep secret the phone call <laughs> recordings of this. Okay, it's, zero it's Russian disinformation, Bob. Come on. Yeah, zero seconds of recording, uh, of reporting on this from the mainstream media. They are so corrupt. Well, it's third world level corruption. Bottom, I mean, we, you know, we hear about the dirty business dealings of other governments in around the world. And we're like, wow, thankfully that's never going to happen in the U S it's going on right now, right, allegedly. Right. And you know, let's look into this stuff. Let's see this document. The FBI supposedly has document 1023 right. uh, created by the FBI. And by the way, I, I believe that it was created prior to the last election. June, it. it was June, June 30th, 2020, while the election season was going there on, go. they had this document and they buried it in a drawer to try to keep it secret. So as to not hurt Joe, Biden's chances in the 2020 election. That's the FBI. How is the FBI right? How are people not going to prison in the FBI for this? Right. Yeah, I mean, no, no, really quick, Bob, how is it any different than, in fact, to me, that's a lot stronger case against them than what Donald Trump has just done. Oh, I totally agree. By far. And this is absolutely election interference. Isn't uh, it time to dismantle the FBI? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And every other, every other acronym federal agency we have. That's right. And start from scratch. Take a squeegee to the whole thing That's right. and I mean, start guys, from scratch. IRS, EPA, you name it. We can go down the list. They all need an overhaul. Every they should be dismantled. And so, Actually, if Donald Trump gets in and if Republicans get control of the Senate and hold on to the House, I do think that there's a good chance there could be some momentum for let's just completely dismantle the FBI and maybe create a new government agency. You know, so we have to have intelligence agencies. We do need to have them, but it's it's time to dismantle and destroy it and then spend four years cherry picking yeah. who we keep and who we clean out. And that includes DOJ, CIA, and so on. Oh, all of it, all of it, all of it. Because the DOJ, same thing. Yep. That's completely corrupt. That's right. Now, but there's got to be accountability held for this. Otherwise, Democrats are just going to know, hey, next time we get power, we'll just do it again. You cannot have the Department of Justice being a weaponized arm That's of right. the administration. You just, you can't That's do right. that. Guys, I got an idea. Let's say DeSantis uh, defeats Trump in the, in the primaries, right? He becomes the candidate and wins mm -hmm. the election. So Trump is convicted of this, whatever. He's sent to jail. Biden is convicted for his dealings with Ukraine. He goes to jail. I say reduce the national debt, close the budget gap, make them sh share the same jail cell. That's what I said. <laughs> you know what? You know what's a shame though. If Ron DeSantis did win, and, and I I could be wrong about this, and maybe this is unfair to DeSantis. I don't know that he has the spine and intestinal fortitude to actually quote unquote drain the swamp and and bust up the cement that needs to be busted up. Donald Trump does. 
But I don't know that Ron DeSantis does. I, I have a bad feeling that this guy might just be one of those, let's color within the lines and let's maybe be establishment, but at least I'll be on the conservative side of the establishment. No, I disagree. Uh, yeah. I do too. He's poked All a right. lot of bears in Florida. Absolutely. I know, but he's also going after Trump voters. He's going after Trump supporters. He's trying to peel away the Trump base. It, when If he's elected president, then he doesn't have to do that anymore. I would be doing the same anymore. thing if I was him. I know. That's why I wonder: is he just is he just giving red meat to Trump supporters? But that's not really in his DNA. No, what he that's did with what Disney. I no, I know. But again, that this is is this is this all for the purpose of playing a character, basically playing Trump light no. in an effort to try to peel away about Trump doing voters? That is, is Vivek or however you say his name? That's the guy you have to worry about doing that. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, That's another podcast, who, by the way. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't think Ramaswamy, I don't think he actually really considered himself a viable candidate or does now. I, I think he's probably been bucking for Trump's vice president. I said this pick. yesterday, be careful. That's where Obama was at this same time. Well, what do you mean? Be what do you careful. Say? With Ramaswamy? Yeah. You think he could Obama actually was- gain traction? I think he could. There's a lot of folks out there. Listening he's Hindu. Long- There's no way that Christians are going to vote for a Hindu. Well, but he he speaks well. That's the one advantage. Oh, he's very. He I agree. Everybody else, he's very eloquent. And that's why this guy needs to be a spokesman. He needs to do a lot of interviews. He needs to. Uh, I, I, I would like to see him on camera way much more than he is. And I have no doubt there'd be a place for him in Trump's second administration. No doubt. I don't especially. Trust him. That's my and that, again. That's another podcast because I don't trust the guy. It's yeah, me. Uh, and you might be right. We don't know enough about him. I I hate to, I don't completely trust DeSantis. I really don't. And I hope I'm proven wrong about that. I I, I sincerely do. You will be. I just all right. Well, you know what? We'll see. We'll see. I love your certainty, John. (laughs) Well, you know what, John? Hey, it's okay. I love you as a brother. You're wrong. Okay, so. No offense. I haven't been been wrong too many times yet with all of this. Just saying. John, John, apparently somebody asked the other day if you and I are doing okay because we fight too often on the the (laughs) the (laughs) run. Makes good podcasts. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we, we've got uh, we got the clock police that's uh, that, that's okay. telling us we're coming up on the end of this podcast. But we, we want to remind everybody, okay, as you listen to this podcast, if you appreciate what we do and if you appreciate this podcast, and we very much appreciate you, here's what we want you folks to do, okay? First of all, give us those five-star reviews. We love them. Tell your friends about us as well. You can listen to us in past episodes as well, wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, you name it. You can watch video of our podcast at myhopenow.com and certainly follow My Hope Now wherever you uh, go to your social media. We want you to support the sponsors of this program, okay? Financially support ADF. Financially support, you know what, Wilson Financial. Let Wilson Financial help you get your own financial house in order, especially for retirement and such. And yes, we want you to support preborn. Stop these abortions. You can do this. It's $28 to stop one abortion through paying for ultrasound images through preborn. 28 bucks stops one abortion. Take $28 times fill in the blank. What is that number that God's laying on your heart? That'll be your forever legacy of how many babies' lives you saved. Is it 10 babies, 50 babies, 100 babies? It's a one-time gift. 
tax write-off, and 100% of what you give goes to fund ultrasound. So you can do that right now by going to crawfordmediagroup.net, click on Preborn, and you can give right there. Crawfordmediagroup.net, click on Preborn, or just give them a call at 833-850-BABY, and they answer the phones 24-7. you got a real-life person waiting to talk to you right now, 833-850-BABY. Guys, always great catching up with you. Looking forward to next week. It's Neil Boron, Neil Boron Live out of Buffalo, New York. John Rush, Rush to Reason out of Denver, Colorado. Myself, Bob Duco, the Bob Duco Show out of Detroit. Roger Marsh, he's out on a boat right now with his buddy Gavin Newsom. He'll be back <laughs> next week. And uh, guys, so looking forward to next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. God awesome. bless. You've been listening to the National Crawford Roundtable Podcast, a view of today's culture through a biblical lens. Brought to you by Preborn, Saving Babies and Souls. ADF, defending the First Amendment rights of free speech and religious liberty, and by Wilson Financial Advisors, over 50 years of financial expertise and success. Join us in the fight to save babies from abortion. Your gift provides a free ultrasound for a mother in need. 80% of the time, she will choose life. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the preborn logo to donate to save babies now. And ADF, defending the First Amendment rights of free speech and religious liberty. Your generous financial support makes it possible for ADF to defend religious liberty, the sanctity of human life, freedom of speech, and marriage and family in America and around the world. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the ADF logo to show your financial support. And Wilson Financial Advisors, over 50 years of financial expertise and success, helping you build confidence in your financial future. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the Wilson Financial Services logo to learn more. You can download this podcast from Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more from your local Crawford Media Group station or at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. And you can watch video of the podcast at MyHopeNow.com. Please give this podcast a five-star rating on your Apple app and look for the notification on your app for when the next weekly edition of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast is ready for you to download. This is a Crawford Media Group production.